Welcome to the Workforce Connections Podcast, where we discuss workforce development in Southern Nevada. Here's your host. Welcome to another WC Podcast. I'm your guest host, Cecil Fielder. With me today, I have CEO of the RTC, Ms. MJ Maynard. Welcome, MJ. Hi, Cecil. I'm really happy to be here. Great to see you. Likewise, it's an honor and a privilege. Thank you for uh, joining this segment today. Well, it's, uh, it's, it's an honor to be here, and it's been a privilege to know you uh, as long as I have and to work with you. So again, when you called and said, hey, MJ, I'd love to talk to you uh, as part of Workforce Connections podcast, I jumped on it. Couldn't wait to be here. Wow. Well, I have to share a brief story with you. Uh, about 13 years ago, I was here in Las Vegas attending a safety summit at my previous employer, and it was at the Golden Nugget, and you were the keynote speaker. And I remember sitting in the audience saying, one day I'm going to meet her. And I had no idea that for almost a decade I would be under your leadership. So I wanted to share that story with you. Oh, Cecil, I, I do remember that event. I didn't know you were in the audience. I was in the I audience. I didn't know you were in the audience. Yep. But well, uh, nevertheless, fast forward, mm-hmm. 2022, almost 10 years later, I've been uh, serving uh, you as a client uh, here in Southern Nevada, and uh, it's a privilege to have you today. Hey, listen, this is a partnership. Uh, I think that we serve each other. I think our combined efforts uh, have made us uh, a great part of the community, but uh, I enjoy uh, working with you and Keolis and all that we do on behalf of the community. Awesome. Awesome. You know, MJ, in 2017, and uh, when we first took over uh, this contract, Keolis, back in 2013, we leaned heavily on the resources here at Workforce Connection uh, to the tune of about 25% of all of our new hire candidates actually came through the Workforce Connection pipeline. You know, in 2017, I had the opportunity to serve the Workforce Connections board. Um, At that time, there were still some silos and barriers within Workforce Connection. Uh, Through the years, through Jaime's leadership and his amazing team, uh, those silos have been torn down. Uh, That's from the inside looking in. But from the outside looking in, what changes have you noticed uh, here at Workforce Connections? Well, I will tell you that uh, certainly Jaime Cruz, uh, Irene Bustamante-Adams, and really the entire Workforce Connections team, the Workforce Connections board, have done an incredible job of identifying strategic partnerships. I think Jaime is the, uh, I call him the king of collaboration. I, I don't know, the, go out in Las Vegas, There's everybody knows Jaime. And that's been, I think, by design. Jaime has understood that there are, uh, there have been partnerships potential. Uh, a lot of organizations that I think all want the same thing in terms of developing workforce, getting preparing uh, employees uh, for, for available jobs. But Jaime and his team have done a really good job of, of breaking down those silos and understanding that there, that there are resources available. And sometimes it takes getting those partnerships in the, in the room to identify how you can further advance uh, the goals of Workforce Connections. So I've seen uh, just a, a community awareness of what Workforce Connections does on behalf of the community. And I think there are probably more folks that are aware that they can come here whether they've been previously incarcerated and are looking to start over or they want new skills uh, to get a new type of job or they're just looking for work, I think, again, uh, there's more of an awareness based on the partnerships that Jaime and the team have identified. So uh, my hat's off to the entire organization. Wow. You know, that's amazing to get that kind of recap, you know, from the outside looking in. Sometimes when we're inside something, you know, I have a saying to my staff that 
uh, a great musician doesn't know that they're a great musician until the audience walks up and say, wow. Right. So to get that vantage point from you, from the outside looking in, we're definitely going in the right direction. You know, I think even uh, the, the fact that uh, there is now sort of this one-stop shop uh, mentality yes. and process, uh, and that, again, is understanding how do you get either the people to the resources, the employers, how to get the employers to the people, and I think that Workforce Connections has done a tremendous job in bringing on new partners like CSN, which, of yes. course, you and I are particularly excited about, yes. uh, the, the Chambers of Commerce. And to me, that was brilliant. Uh, it's just sort of this sort of uh, no-brainer, right? You've got an organization that represents businesses. Workforce Connections says, hey, we've got employees that could potentially help those businesses. What a great, uh, great partnership. So, um, And then, of course, what you mentioned in transportation, the fact that Workforce Connections has helped our business yes. in, in such a tremendous way. 25%, I, I had no idea it was that high. Um, again, uh, the secret sauce in Las yeah. Vegas is really part of it is this, this organization. Absolutely. And we're going to have to continue to be creative in our recruitment efforts and our strategies as we start to round the corner and come out of this pandemic. We are going to have to continue to be innovative and creative uh, in our approach to recruitment, hiring, and also upward mobility. Let's not forget about that. Yeah. This is also a platform where individuals can come and scale their skill sets, talents, and abilities. Agree. So, Agree. Awesome. Awesome. My next question for you is talking about COVID-19 and the impact that it has had on, on, on the nation, specifically here in Southern Nevada. Um, how is the RTC handling service delivery with the impact? of COVID-19. So for your listeners, um, just to really understand the partnership between Cecil and Keolis and MJ and the RTC, you know, we work together. Yes. Uh, you provide, we contract out our, our, our transportation, our transit service uh, to Keolis and to another organization. And so you and I both know and have been aware for years the importance of, of transportation in regard to getting employees to their job. So we've been aware of that. I think yes. the pandemic really highlighted and confirmed what we know and that, that we were connecting essential workers uh, to jobs that kept the economy stood up during the pandemic. And uh, as you and I also are very aware, around the United States, here in Las Vegas, our ridership, while the pandemic had a, a vastly negative impact to ridership around the United States, we saw less of a decline in ridership here in Las Vegas. Yes. Because we are a service town, right? We have, uh, we are this 24-hour nature, well, except for, of course, when the strip closed down. But m my point is that we, we saw less of a drop in ridership because we move a lot of essential workers. Yes. And the importance of, I think, for employers uh, was ensuring that those employees got to work. So uh, very impactful. But I think today it still lingers. And, what, yes. and again, as you know, Cecil, we've had to, unfortunately, reduce our transit service we call it to a Saturday schedule. So yes. what does that mean? That means that because we are uh, experiencing a labor shortage mm -hmm. and have been experiencing a labor shortage since the pandemic, we've had to reduce our transit service because we don't have enough operators or enough bus drivers. And uh, it's sort of this, this vicious cycle. And what I mean by that is so many folks have no other option of getting around Southern Nevada other than public transit. Yes. Right? So we take a, a lot of people use public transit to get to that job. And now that our service is reduced, not only is it harder to get to that job yes. or to go find employment, 
Uh, it's But our job, first and foremost, is to be as reliable as we can on behalf of the public so we have reduced our transit service. So pandemic, uh, while we're coming out of it, we still very much feel it. And unfortunately for our customers, uh, it, it, this is not this is the last thing we want to do is reduce our service. And so, for any of your anybody that is listening to this podcast that uh, that takes public transit or family members that take public transit, gosh, I get, we, we're sorry uh, that we are not providing the transit service that they, they want and need. And this is where I think again that workforce connections will help our organization, Keolis and the RTC, to identify uh, you know. There's a lot of great jobs in, in, in transit. It's not just being a, a bus operator and, or a mechanic. There's finance and marketing and all of those those uh, occupations that you would find under any business. So I think uh, I think that we are going to find it's going to be difficult, mm-hmm. but I think we're going to continue to work for organizations with organizations like Workforce Connections to um, to find that next new employee that's going to help uh, keep the community moving. You know, essentially, MJ, the RTC is the lifeblood. Transit is the lifeblood in our community. And, you know, I know it was a very difficult decision for the agency to make, but through your leadership, we believe that you made the right decision to switch to a Saturday schedule. It takes some of the pressure off of the system. To your point, we are short uh, drivers. Uh, That's no secret. This is plaguing the nation. Um, And again, through your leadership, it took some of that pressure off, gave more of a service delivery to the riding public. They know when that bus is going to show up, right? Clarity. But then we got creative and had to come up with new ideas on how to recruit, how to strategize, how to organize to get our uh, internal employee to complement. And so what we recently did, Keolis, um, decided to hire Class C operators. So uh, people can come in the door now with the Class C license. We do a CDL prep, um, which is parallel with our fixed operator course, um, and it's paid training, right? And, you know, in partnership with Workforce Connections, Jaime and his team and you and your staff, we had to get creative and say, how do we um, align ourselves um, to give folks the opportunity uh, to get a sustainable wage uh, while they're being paid to learn. Uh, and then the team is also able to uh, provide CDL training in-house. Uh, so we believe in the next few months uh, we should see a turn uh, and an increase in our uh, candidate pool and in our workforce. You know, a couple of things you just said, uh, Cecil, that I think it's important. There is nothing worse than trying to show up to your job, whether it's your first day as a new employee or it's, it's, some, it's a place you've worked for a long time and you walk to your bus stop and you wait for your bus to arrive and it never yeah. shows. Yeah. And that was happening uh, during the, as we're coming out of this pandemic because of the labor shortage. And so we knew we needed to react. To, you know, our, we have to be reliable on behalf of the community. But I think it's also important, that, and I think this is, again, such a value that Workforce Connections adds uh, to this community, so for folks, particularly, so they're looking for work or they want it, they, they want to learn a new skill set so they can order to find a better paying job, for example. Yes. It's very difficult to do that if you're not being paid while you're doing that, right? right? Not many people can afford to get trained in a new job and not get a paycheck. Yes. So I think uh, the fact that Workforce Connections has worked closely and with Keolis uh, in this case and allowed em- 
you know, our future employees to get paid as they're being trained, uh, I think that, go, that goes a long way in uh, sustaining uh, that, that training period. And once that employee is able to do that, nine times out of ten, they're going to be very successful and they're going to they're have this, now this new career. Absolutely. So, again, uh, it, my hat's off to just the way the organization has thought all those things through. Absolutely. You know, and it allows us to really communicate to our workforce that we care, we commit, and we imagine. You know, that is key critical. You know, it helps out employee retention. Uh, when, when employees feel that you really care about them, they don't want to go anywhere else. You know, even if there's a higher paying job somewhere else, uh, this is home. With that being said, what does it mean to you as a CEO of the RTC, knowing that one of your contractors, specifically Keolis, um, has a seat at the board at Workforce Connections? Well, first, I'm so proud of you, Cecil. Uh, I, I'll tell you, Keolis, but certainly you, uh, and, I, I, and I know that you're a very humble guy, yes, uh, but I... I I've watched you over the years uh, get involved in this community. You know, I was on the board for Hope for Prisoners for until I was termed out, and that's where you and I really uh, put the passion that we have yes. for uh, particularly folks that need a second chance uh, into play. And so I, I remember calling you and saying, Cecil, you need people. I know people. Uh, let's, let's, let's connect. And so uh, I watched you just start there, uh, recruiting, uh, again, folks that had been previously incarcerated that sort of had the scarlet letter, you know, yes. right? You, the tough job, finding a job, a tough opportunity just trying to get a place to live, all of those things that really hold people back from advancing in life. And so I, we, I know you and I kind of started there. Uh, but then when I learned that you uh, had joined the board, to me, having a representative for transportation uh, – to me, transportation is sort of the, you know, think of the, the yolk and the egg. We're sort of this yeah. nucleus because without transportation, whether it's in your car, yes. uh, and it, of course we wear a lot of hats at the RTC. We're not only the yes. public transit provider, we're the traffic manager, uh, we're the roadway planning and funding agency. So getting that mobility, getting folks to work, uh, that's how it starts, right? Yes. So many times you think of what inhibits employees or potential employees from finding a potential employer, many times it's that connection. How do I get there? Uh, how do I get there if I don't have a car? Uh, so I think, again, having your insight as a board member for Workforce Connections, having that transportation component is so important because transportation, it really is, again, the key to success. It's, it's connecting uh, people to, to places, uh, to opportunities, to things. And, and so I, I think you've added, probably added some insight into the importance of how mobility is, is necessary in, in connecting uh, in connecting employees to employers, even if it's your one-stop shop, right? I know that Workforce Connections, um, they partner with the libraries. Yes. Many of our, many libraries are along our transit systems, right? So someone can take, yes. a, take a bus, they can take a, a bus to a library, they can meet with Workforce Connections, meet uh, with employers, because now you have this one-stop one shop uh, yes. process, and I think that's been uh, really critical. So having you represent transportation on the Workforce Board, I think, is, is probably they're getting a lot of out of it as well. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, MJ. Very humbled, very honored. Uh, I'll continue to serve the uh, community here in Southern Nevada and continue to serve you and your team, as I promised you a few years ago, if you don't remember. Right? I told you. I, I promised you that I, <laughs> I will continue to yeah. serve. Um, so I have to ask this question because it's one of my go-to questions. Um, 
And I've always wanted to ask you this. What is your why? What's that thing that wakes you up in the morning, that puts your feet on the ground, that makes you go exercise and, and just embrace your day? What's your why? Cecil knows that. Cecil knows I'm up at the crack of dawn to get to the gym. I'm a better person after after I work yes. out. My employees are really happy that I get up in the morning and, and hit the gym. Uh, you know, I think my why is um, how uh, can we, and I'll speak on behalf of the RTC, yes. how can we continue uh, to serve the community? And because it is about the people, we do not take that lightly. We are here to ensure that what we do, again, as a public transit provider, wow. as the Metropolitan Planning Organization, as a traffic manager, how are we? Uh, how are we ensuring that we are again serving the community? And we, uh, our, my why too is that if we need to find ways to improve how we're doing that, we need to listen to the community. We have to be humble about it, and we have to make sure that uh, we hear, we learn, and we and and we improve. And so, the the why every day is. Uh, and I'll tell you, I have a, a real personal why. You know, I grew up as someone in a family we couldn't afford a car. And I know what it's like to have limited choices. And so I have a particular uh, a heartfelt why to get up every morning to ensure that folks that don't have a lot of those choices, um, that rely on us the most, are harmed the least. And so uh, it, it really is an honor to serve the community. And I know that I work uh, with tr a tremendous team at the RTC, and we are committed. We know the importance of, of again, we work for the community. Uh, we have to listen to the community, and we have to do our very, very best in the roles that we've been assigned to to, uh, to be the best partners that we can to the community. So that's my why. It's, it's that, the people. That's powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful in a sense. And, you know, I don't want to put anybody in a box, but I know that you're a, a dog lover, an animal lover. Um, uh, you know, I saw the glean in your eye. <laughs> but what's what's beautiful is that I've met people where they like animals, but they don't like people. You have an equal balance. Mm -hmm. You know, you have this caring spirit, this gift about you where, you know, your why is people. And you also equally, right? You love animals the same. So, you know, I, I think that's brilliant. You know? Well, see, so, so it, it, when I think, you know, I tell you that I have that, that sort of heartfelt for folks that really mm -hmm. rely on us the most. Yes. I, I think committed to uh, many of our customers, maybe that they don't have a seat at the table. Or they don't have um, they don't have a voice as loud as, as other stakeholders, yes. and I sort of think it's the same thing about animals. They they also don't have a voice, and yes. so I think sometimes we have to do our very best yes. for those that that maybe don't have a voice or are represented in, in a way that uh, that they should be. So you're right. I do love animals. And I have said in the past, maybe I love animals more than people, but I don't. No, no, it's the <laughs> no. same. It's it is, a it's, it's, There's a commitment. There's a commitment yeah. to, to serve again and, and, and do our very best for, for those that rely on us the most, whether it is my uh, three or four dogs, four when I have my, my son's dog. But wow. uh, it, is, it is people. And it is, uh, again, understanding just how important our role is to serve, to serve the people uh, of Southern Nevada. And that is why you are the CEO of the RTC. My last question for you. As we close out, is there anything else that you would like the listening audience to know or any last words before we close out? Well, I think I want the audience, listening audience to know, particularly anybody that, uh, so if you rely on public transit or you, you would like to, to, to take public transit, uh, we love to hear from you. Uh, you can call me directly. You can email us. We're on social media. 
We want to know when we are serving you uh, to the best of our ability. If we're letting you down, uh, we need to know, which is one of the reasons, again, that we went to the Saturday schedule. We, we heard from the community, and they said, you are, you know, you're failing us right now, RTC. And so we, we had to pivot. Uh, but it's important, whether we are the traffic manager, and trust me, we hear that. We hear a lot. Uh, it, it's just we want to know um, how we can better serve the community, and I think that that's probably where I'd leave it. We, uh, we are who we are as an agency because we have listened uh, to what the community wants and needs, and, and that's how we, we get up every day and figure out, okay, let's get to work. Wow. Thank you, MJ. Thank you for being here today. We appreciate you, and we love and respect you. Thanks, Cecil. And that is a two-way street. You are you're, you're a great partner. Really appreciate you. Awesome. So there you have it, another segment of the WC Podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.